Hi, hello everyone. I am Afara and this is another episode of my podcast La Revoltosa or if you see me here in YouTube, hi, you see my face. Um, so I just wanted to do, um, um, I just wanted to update a bit of where I am with my perform performance, with my final performance. I'm finding um, my idea moving a lot and somehow um, naturally flowing into a direction of movement. Um, I was, um, I established and I knew I wanted to um, have a, a little bit of modern dance at the beginning of the performance and so representing the stage as the place of pain, uh, sorrow and as the initial stage, a state of where, where my story goes to. So um, I'm approaching the stage and I soon, uh, as soon as I touch the, sta uh, the stage, um, it becomes this place of pain. So with a very slow um, modern dance, like very subtle movements around my face, my body, Um, to represent, I was thinking to represent this um, pain and and at the same time like while we are listening uh, some um, classical music. So that's the beginning of the of the play and then from there I'm gonna move into the narrator. So when I originally um, wrote uh, the story, like this is this is my original um, storyline uh, that I wrote at um, Jack's class so um, I focus the story around the child and I was thinking now that perhaps um, it, it makes sense to focus the story around the mother because um, there is no child um, physical child on the stage so it's just gonna be me on the stage and I think it's just gonna be easier if I if I do the story from the mother's point of view of how she felt um, during the pandemic and how she felt the relationship with her son was changing and um, what were the masks that she was wearing and then how will that evolve to where where we are now post pandemic and how the relationship has changed um, so i'm gonna rewrite everything and i'm gonna i'm going to focus on the mother so the mother is the one that is telling us the story or the story evolves around the mother. So I will play two characters, um, the narrator and the mother. So as I have said before, um, I'm really influenced by um, 80s, 90s Spanish pop group, Mecano. And the narrator will have the vibe of Mecano and the vibe of um, another very uh, big influence on my work in this work, uh, Federico García Lorca, his poems um, and 
especially those ones that um, represent the south of Spain or like the relationships. So a song, one, like I would say the main song that I'm getting um, is influencing me in this, in this um, performance is called Hijo de la Luna, Son of the Moon and um, just gonna sing a bit, so sorry <laughs> I'm not great at singing, but um, it goes something like this it's in Spanish, sorry Tonto el que no entienda Cuenta una leyenda Que una hembra gitana Conjura la luna Hasta el amanecer Llorando pedía Al llegar el día De esposar un cale So it's, it's this tempo It's this musicality that um, is bringing me into the pace of the narrator and then the the verse way of speaking so the narrator will have that way of speaking and that type of tempo it won't be singing however uh, from the beginning when I started thinking about this performance I wanted to have a chorus so I might just gonna have it uh, at some point doing a chorus so when I was revising my notes um, I found I brought this and I quite still like it and I think I'm gonna keep it so it says something like this oh child child of the moon child of the desire don't talk like that to your mom She has tears of sorrow and pain. Um, so this was coming, um, this is the part of the, of the piece of the performance where um, the behavior of the child starts to change and starts to speak disrespectfully to his mother and so the pain that that brings to, to the mother. So that, that comes to that side. Um, oh, the book, someone else, the other book I have. Um, and then, so, what I'm making as then, as I mentioned in my proposal, so I'm including masks. Um, so I'm, I'm preparing a day with uh, some of my friends, other children and their children to do masks, like cast um, masks. And so the narrator is gonna have this mask, white, plain, cast um, mask so I want the the face of the narrator to be in stillness without motion without any type of emotion so as a Greek mask or um, Japanese mask but without expressing like the mask itself um, any type of emotion just really plain um, the idea as well like to use the cast um, because 
the mask won't have a surface that is um, perfect. I'm thinking um, with the light, probably it's gonna create some shadows around the face. So I would let the mask talk by itself with the light. So on stage, the idea is like the it it be a spotlight on the narrator, dark at the back, and hopefully the the mask is gonna create these um, shadows around the face that they're gonna imprint a character and the narrator. The narrator um, talking about the different stages of um, actions, emotions that we saw with David. The narrator is always, I would say, the stage manager, like things get done. So no emotions, just facts. And that's the narrator. And that's how I'm gonna change from the narrator to the mother. So the narrator has a mask and the mother doesn't. And how I'm going to change from one character to the other one. So the narrator is gonna be placed probably at the right of the stage. So at the left of the audience. And the mother is gonna be on the other side. So she's gonna be at the left of the stage, right of the audience. And in the center, I will place um, a desk with a chair and with a puppet that will represent a child uh, sitting on it. Um, I've been talking to a friend of mine that she does um, she does therapy with children and she's very good at puppetry so she's been uh, giving me some ideas on how to make the puppet um, and how to make it like it is stable and it's not gonna collapse. The, the puppet, um, I'm getting this idea from Mauricio Catalan and one of his um, art pieces, which is like Charlie doesn't surf, Charlie don't surf. Um, don't remember right now, sorry. I don't have my notes with me, so this is everything from my head. So that's an art piece I saw at the Castello di Riboli when I was living in Italy in 2001, 2002. And uh, <laughs> until these days, like I was so shocked when I saw it because it was in a, this massive room and then you have this child sitting on the desk at the end of the room by the huge uh, window and then when you approach the child you notice that um, he has some pencils stuck on, on his hands so he's stuck at the, at the desk and I thought it was horrific um, so the shot was great and uh, it, very strong and so I'm, I'm being influenced by this idea and my, my take is more of um, as I was saying in my proposal like the time that we spend on on screens in general not only children or adults as well is like it has increased massively since the pandemic and started 
mostly in the pandemic. Um, it's a tendency that has been happening already for a few years since um, having the smartphones and unlimited data, which all that helps you to be uh, constantly connected to your phone. So I saw uh, how that tendency of being on your screen, it was like increasing. Um, but those that they were still like keeping it healthy, I would say, like not being there that much with the pandemic, boom, it went up. And so um, the idea I have, I still have not decided fully how it's gonna be either like my original idea was like the child has his hands on the on a desk and then he has two phones at each um each hand is holding one phone so as um, if the phone is an extension of his arm hand and body so it's together with him uh, a friend told me yesterday perhaps instead of using hands having phones um I think it's a, it's a good idea as well. I will see how it looks um, aesthetically, if it fits. Another idea is uh, perhaps um, having his hands glued to an iPad. So uh, the idea of, um, so what I want to represent with this is like the lack of mobility. So it has come to a point that we're not really using, you know, if we are stuck sitting watching something so our hands they stop being like fingers moving them around it's like you have then it's tactic with something we have developed um actually some illnesses like from scrolling um in in our fingers in our uh, wrists that they were new because uh, we were not doing this uh, movement uh, so often so i just want to portray that like how we have changed uh, in that regard of like we sitting more and we static in this position for hours and hours looking at something so that's an idea to do with his hands um another idea then with his face so i want his face to be blank um i've got a head um massage head actually um i am hoping and, and getting the one without lipstick that's the one I wanted um, so I'm hoping I'm getting that and then I have different um, ideas of what to do with the, with the head um, so one was either putting screens instead of eyes so the, the face um, clearly changes and there I would say um, I'm influenced by the scream or like this uh, long face with big dark um, um, eyes of thing and somehow it is not a human anymore so I want something like that like having this idea of the child is not a human it's not that it's not a human but it's, it's losing the, the connection with the world and what is um, what is like socializing, I would say. And so I had either the idea of like using phones instead of eyes. Um, another idea is to put many masks around um, his face to portray as well this idea of um, 
when we were during the pandemic so we have to in some countries not here thanks god in the uk but um you had to wear a mask all the time and that was like especially for me having a child that was something that um i felt it was really understand what it was done but i felt it was very strong like you have a child playing and they have a mask and then it's like so the air circulation doesn't really go so how good is that for the child breathing or the idea of um hiding ourselves behind the mask so how is that perception of like having half of your face covered and how that as well um has to do with your emotions um do you show less emotions because um your emotions are barely seen anyway because they cover so um the, that fact of wearing a mask influenced um children and people to show less emotions so i want to over exaggerate that fact so perhaps like having like multiple masks around his face to give that idea of anguish or like hard breathing and so the child is gonna be um after all this so the child is gonna be all the time giving the back to the public so you don't really see all those things so you just see a child sitting at a desk and the mother is gonna be addressing the child and saying things to the child so i start with this little intro classical music modern dance going into the narrator narrator uh setting up the circumstances of what is happening where we are mask on spotlight going black moving to the mother the mother on the other side and she she's at the beginning of the pandemic so she's um addressing her concerns of i think that all of us had like what's gonna happen now um i had this plan and that's gone and work um am i gonna work how i'm going to work how i'm going to pay my rent how i'm going to buy food so all these concerns i guess everyone had um at the beginning of the pandemic so she's just um telling us about her concerns and then she's talking about her child and how proud she is of him of like he's doing his homework and he's keeping happy and i've facing the difficulties um that you have perhaps at home of um he's studying at home but you don't really have a place for him to study like so he has to sit down perhaps on the steps of your staircase and and he's happy and just keeping cheerful so she's addressing to the child and then um the the character that is going to be changing um different states is the mother so um state manager always the the narrator static precise the mother is gonna go into a new from neutral to um emergency with control 
to just woke up so she's gonna have these different uh, levels different ranges of um, movement characters through her emotions so she's gonna dress to him and then we're gonna have the mother um, so she's gonna be showing us when she's talking to the child and when she is talking to herself so that's like the change of mask and um, and that's um, it's influenced um, by the film the life is beautiful so how the father talks to his child um, about what is happening in the world and then how he is feeling himself knowing obviously exactly what's happening so that duality is the one that the mother is gonna have and and I'm going to show so um, when she's talking to herself and she's being honest to herself that's when we're gonna have these shifts in um, in in the motion in the movement so emergency with control or emergency without control or catharsis so she's gonna even go to all those stages so um, I'm going always to so to change in between characters and things it's always a blackout and then spotlight on the character it is so right now I have the entrance or the beginning of the performance decide so the dance narrator mother mother addressing to the child then mother's thoughts and from there it breaks to the narrator again and the narrator um, continues saying what's what's happening in their life and this part I have not yet um, sew it together or put it together but I know that's gonna be um, it's gonna be a moment um, I, I want to implement this in the in the play because I really like it when we did this exercise and and so I wanted to, to have it on the play because I want to to show the different stages very quickly of like the emotional turn turmoil of the mother and so I will have the mother perhaps um, cleaning or folding clothes and she's gonna go through all the stages from the jelly bean just woke up so it's like from being very devastated tired devastated and going on like recover you have to carry on doing the things and then it's like in autopilot and then to the state of like I cannot hold it anymore so probably she's gonna be folding clothes like you know after doing the the laundry and picking up your your clothes uh, and from the dry line and while she's saying that i will have um a voice over it so I'm, I'm, um, 
I'm considering um, recording the child and uh, as I mentioned on the on the original um, set up of the stories like um, how the child changes um, bless, bless the child gosh um, from um, being as he was and then being start being a lot online and then playing online games with his friends that they is the only way that he has to um, communicate and being with his friends but um, these games sometimes they are a bit aggressive so how she started listening to him saying words or saying phrases that could be a bit dis- disturbing um, simply because he's playing a game um, the game I'm referring to is um, it's a very well online very well known online game uh, with different players that they they live in this world and they fight against each other so how she started to hear her child um, saying things like oh kill them kill them follow them follow them, follow those kids and um, it's like an, an, a language that uh, she's not used to uh, hear from her child and it's not used at home and he never used it before so something that at the beginning she's just noticing not paying too much attention then at some point it starts to worry her because it's very aggressive or like seeing her child um, being in huge distress because um, one of his friends um, is letting him down and he's playing with somebody else and that's the only way that he has to play with kids so it's like the cruelty as well would say of um, well it's like I don't want to say the cruelty I said it but it's like uh, as well like I would I would say this way so it's like um, bullying that it can be like some um, kids and some some kids are bullied and some kids are bullies and then seeing um, how the bullying continues online and um, something else to deal with uh, the online bullying and how to sort that out so I think listening that so I was thinking perhaps having a a soundtrack of a loop of this type of things being said all the time so the mother is listening to that while she's like folding her clothes so to f- to show the, the duality and what's happening at the house at the same time and how that is affecting each each other in different ways but still connected so perhaps having that loop with the child saying the things while she's like folding the clothes and going into this state of um, catharsis from jelly bean to catharsis and then um, um, my mind is um, is, is changing um, the story a lot constantly and and letting it to flow I'm uh, <laughs> thinking I'm making my life a bit more difficult with this but more I, I dig in the story more these things naturally come out so um, because it's such a personal project and um, 
there are so many things <laughs> deep in this project so I'm just letting the ideas come out and see if they will work or not um, I had very clear from the beginning that I didn't want to use any Spanish my mother tongue but I guess I guess it's just naturally coming um, because I'm talking about the relationship of a mother with her son during the pandemic and after how that has changed and as I said is based in a lot of uh, real events that happened in, happened in between my child and me when we were during the pandemic so I, I suppose I guess naturally um, Spanish is coming up so I'm aware um, the audience is not Spanish speaking and I have decided I'm this point while well, I'm still testing and I will see today at class with David like what he's gonna say about it but I have decided to put something in Spanish and so what it has come to my mind because it has to do so much with feelings and emotions like deep deep emotions so it has come to my mind and it's calling me to do it, so I'm like, okay, I'm not a singer, I'm not a dancer, and yes, I'm just making my life hard. So it has come to me to do flamenco. Um, so um, there is a, a something in the Spanish tradition, like traditional music, especially from the South. I'm not from the South, I'm from Tarragona, near Barcelona, so I'm from the other side of Spain. I go a lot to the south because that's where my parents um, have been for the past like 30, 40 years. Um, but there is a something that is called um, Saeta. So Saeta is a, is a singing piece um, that it can be done without music and it's a cappella and you would sing this uh, during um, Easter so you have a lot of people singing this type of um, saetas or songs to the different virgins that we have in Spain um, where we do the parade in Easter or different Christs uh, that we have and it's very emotional because it's like it's, it's coming it's like it's it's like your soul is being ripped apart and you're letting it going out. So it's very, very emotional. So it's coming to me to do that and to do some steps of flamenco, which is, I would say, the saeta in movement, if I can describe it in a way. So it's like through this quick um, zapateo, which is like, clapping um, on, with, the, with the shoes very quickly on the, on the floor and making this strong noise, you get in that energy and that flow goes. So um, my mind is saying to me, so after doing the clothes and getting into this catharsis, so after the catharsis, it comes the, walk, the awakening. So I was thinking I would add there the saeta, which 
be a short, short sinking. Um, and it could be something, now I'm cold, it's very, it's very strange to do it, uh, but it could be something like this. Uh, <clears throat> uh, this so um, I was thinking to have with the palette a very small space and doing a bit of uh, zapateo which it could be sorry about this it's very improvised so if you see my video you're gonna have fun um, so I don't have the shoes I don't have the shoes with me Come up. so I don't have the shoes with me but the zapateo could be like Something like that. In that, so something not very long, but something under that line. So you get the emotion going out of your body. And obviously, I would be tired after that. So to have a little break, it will go with zapateo. blackout and then it will go into the um, spotlight on the child and then probably having a video of um, of us being together, doing things together as a type of memory of what it was before. And I'm off the stage at that time. Seeing this video. And so the video is, is gonna be different images of like time being together, spending time together, doing things together, 
and from there it's gonna go into blackout and then the narrator is gonna come from the side with a mask on so we have another mask behind to take it it's gonna come to the mask on like walking in diagonal to the spot where the narrator normally is and probably it's at that time when the narrator would say ah oh child child of the moon child of the desire don't talk like that to your mom she has tears of sorrow and pain child child of the moon i will get into the space of the narrator there and then um so <laughs> that's where i am right now with the performance um and now how it, i know how it's finishing so it's finishing with a piece of um, dance that brings a bit of hope it's like it's, it's a given dance so it's a positive energy of like changing i know at one point um the mother is gonna turn the child so the child is sitting at uh, the desk and it has some wheels under so perhaps I will bring the desk and the chairs with the, with the wheels and it's turning it so it's facing the audience so the audience can see the child how it is and then um, from there I want to so there are two elements I want to implement as well uh, which are like one is like videos I've done with my son like music and he was showing them to me and I had this idea of the public interacting uh, with the music now um, I think it's gonna be um, Unfortunately, I don't think it's gonna be possible just because understanding the limitations that I have of not being an expert, obviously, of um, doing these things. So, um, I guess if you want the public to interact uh, with your piece, what I originally thought about was just to let um, having some iPads where the public can touch them and so changing the, the screens but that means the public uh, being able to stand up so my gut feeling is saying to me the public is going to be sitting all the time and even if they see that they would not dare to touch it because they would think it's part of the performance so I don't think it would work um, but I, I, I would like to add this piece, this little piece um, of the music I've done with my child together and 
representing again the times that we have together and like how the the relationship it's is has evolved somewhere else and is stronger now and uh, despite the difficulties that uh, we encounter as many other families encounter during the pandemic we have gone to a place of uh, I wouldn't say more love than before because the love has always been there and it has grown but it's like I guess um, when you face and that's true when you face a hard situation with somebody it's like that relationship gets they see the two two um, things that happens either the relationship breaks or it grows stronger so I want to show that it grows stronger and so I, I would like to implement those videos to decide yet how and uh, Daigo has um, mentioned also he had this uh, fantastic idea of um, taking quick photos and making a video with a spinning um, in a spinning device and which could represent the turmoil that the mother is going through um, so that I would like to implement it as well um, I would like my son to be involved I would like my son to be part of the video be part of the performance um, and um, that's his support <laughs> I, I still don't really know if it's going to happen it, like if he could go live uh, in the performance or if he could do some videos because I, will wa I want to show as well like um, you know it was not only the mother who was having all these, these emotions the child was clearly having those emotions and even more and harder because you you're dependent so it's not on your hands to change so I want to show as well like through his eyes how hard it was for him and how he's coming out of that even now and like what has changed on him after that so um I, I would like to have that um, yeah, image of him as well and so and yeah just finishing with this dance so that's overall the performance um, as I mentioned before like for me it's, it's easier to go into the visuals and how it goes it's harder to write I'm not a writer and it's really hard for me to find uh, pieces of test um, of what I want to say with words um, it's, it's, it's easier for me to do it through movement or um, images so that's where I am with my piece at this stage and today I will, I will show a bit more the class so hopefully um, David has a good um, I know he's gonna have obviously um, he's a very good teacher he will give me some 
advices or where to move it through or what to change. Um, um, Jack gave me this really great advice of um, when I showed him what the story was about, he was like, he told me, make the worst worst, push the situation. So I was thinking about this, this piece of advice that he gave me and push the situation is, I think I will, I will take it to the point so with the mother going into catharsis so I think it's in that moment of when she's folding the clothes of like um, representing like the state of um, the difficult mental state and that she's going through and that her child is going through um, that it comes to the point like you don't know anymore what to do because you are yes you're suffering so yes um that's what it's gonna be i wanted to record this because i had all these ideas in my head i'm going now to rehearse rehearse write more and rehearse before the class today but this is where i am at the moment and today's tuesday i'm performing in three weeks time and i'm very excited I'm a bit scared but yeah that's where i am thank you so much thank you see you in my next episode bye